0: Welcome to this week's The Good, The Bad, and The Yummy. Here we go. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are, whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy, or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey, welcome back. It's the good, the bad, and the yummy. I'm so glad you're here, as always. I love spending this time with you, and I'm just honored that we're hanging out together, so thanks. couple quick announcements before we jump in. I have just released the 2017 Holiday Shopping Guide Like No Other. I'll send it out to my mailing list within the week and I've posted it for everyone who follows me on social media. It's on the website and I have to say, there are a lot of new things in it this year and some brands I've only just discovered that I'm absolutely in love with from really responsible companies, so that's kind of nice too. Anyway, go check it out. It's at onairwithella.com under shop. Holiday gift guide, and you won't be sorry. You're going to want everything. Please join me in a big fat shout out to the supporters of today's show. That is Marky and Ashley and Camille and Christina and Emily and Ellen and Erica and Lassa and Gia and Mari and Kelly and Kelsey and Cheyenne and Anita and Leah and Christine. You guys are my patrons and I appreciate you so much. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can always do that at patreon.com. But who wants to remember that? Just look at the show notes. You guys, we have a really cool sponsor for today's show. Maybe you have heard the recent series on women's body literacy. We just wrapped that up, actually. And Lbox reached out to me because they said, we heard the show you did. I did a show with Nicole Jardim, and we were talking about all the chemicals and the bleaches and all the nasty stuff that goes in feminine products that women are putting in their bodies, literally, and we don't even realize that we are putting these like bleaches and pesticides and chemicals in the tampons that we're using and that we're actually letting those reside in our bodies in one of the most absorbent places that we actually possess. Kind of freaks you out if you think about it. L-Box to the rescue. If you live in the US or Canada, L-Box will ship you what you need every month they deliver to your door on a subscription basis 100 percent organic cotton pads and tampons you get to pick they're delivered to your doorstep monthly and they are free of those pesticides synthetic fibers and bleach and they are 100 percent organic. I love what this company is about and what they're doing. And it is owned by two of the coolest chicks I've had the pleasure of meeting in a long time. So, you know, I want to support their business. Here's the deal. Check the show notes for this episode. You can get 50% off of your first order. So why not try it? If you use code Ella at lbox.com, you get 50% off your first order and guess what? what? Not only are they shipping you everything that you need, you know, the organic tampons and pads, but they will include additional goodies like tea or chocolate, face masks, and more. Mine came with this luxurious body butter, some face spray, and a beautiful, yummy truffle chocolate bar. Like, it was amazing. It was absolutely delightful having this show up. Imagine a world, in a world, where once a month, this box of treats and goodies and organic feminine products shows up at your door. Problem solved. Check it out at lbox.com today. Or just go to the show notes. It's always easier. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into today's the good, the bad, and the yummy. Today's good is something that we're not all getting enough of. Health Gone Raw on Instagram said, more sleep, please. I can feel fuzzy or drunk when I'm awake, but don't feel rested. The struggle is real. Yep, today's good is sleep. This is practically a public service announcement, a reminder to all of us out there (laughs) that if we are not prioritizing sleep, we are chipping away so much at all of the work that we're doing to be our best optimized selves. Listen, I used to think that it was like ego points if I could function on as little sleep as possible. How absurd is that? Instead of rendering me some sort of high-performing machine All it did was make me Function more slowly. It made me make poor food choices. It made me more emotionally on edge. It made me not feel optimal and never really understand why. I had no idea. It sounds so foolish now. I had no idea how important sleep was to the total picture. Not until I interviewed Sean Stevenson in episode four. That is such a good episode. I will link back to that so that you can go back and hear that. That is your required reading for the week, is episode four with Sean Stevenson. Listen, sleep is like the first thing that we cut when things get crazy, right? It is the first thing that goes out the window. And it's such a keystone habit, you guys. It affects every area of your life. It affects your brain. Your brain receives 6% less glucose when you are sleep deprived for even just 24 hours. That means it functions more slowly. It means that you feel foggy, but it also means that you're looking for glucose wherever you can get it. Have any of you ever wandered around in a sleep induced haze just looking for carbohydrates? Yeah, me too. January said, I'm working on this. The last three nights have been less than six hours for various reasons and not intentional. I also feel like I'm going through life buzzed and I do not like it. I notice my inflammation is down when I get eight plus hours. Christina agrees. She says, I function best with eight to nine hours of sleep. Currently, I have a toddler waking at one and I am nursing my infant through the night. I get about three to five hours of uninterrupted sleep. Bless you, Christina. When you have little ones who are controlling your sleep schedule, that is obviously an anomaly. It's an exceptional season. It will pass, (laughs) right? And it can make you feel a little crazy. But you know, that season isn't as long as it feels like when you're in it. And the majority of us have so much more control over the quality of sleep than we are allowing ourselves to be accountable for. Jen and Chloe Bell that's an Instagram handle said on my work days I get up at three to work out and I get going with my day I work at six and I'm done by 4 p.m. and I'm too tired to do much of anything I feel like I need to cram in as much as possible in the morning so that I can accomplish life no kids but I'm already exhausted may have to rethink this routine yeah if you're getting up at 3 a.m. Jen and Chloe Bell yes yes rethinking is required (laughs) You guys, when we aren't sleeping with good quality sleep, the hours are subjective, okay? Some people can truly function on six hours of sleep. I require seven to eight hours of sleep in order to function optimally. I don't need eight hours and five minutes, though. I need between seven and eight. And when I have multiple nights in a row of five to six hours, I am a completely different person. I have no will to work out. My cravings are Absolutely out of control. I have a shorter temper. I I am in fact interested in nothing but glucose, which means I want comfort foods all the days. And I just feel dumber and slower. None of that gives me any motivation to operate at my highest and best self. Are you with me? Science says that your energy and your attention and your memory are all reduced when you don't get enough quality sleep and that sleep deprivation raises stress hormone levels on its own independent of all other factors, okay? Just the lack of sleep. So of course, some seasons are harder than others and of course we go through seasons, but this is just not optional on the whole. Life on too little sleep for sustained periods of time is going to poke holes in your lifeboat. So today is just a little reminder and a homework assignment. A reminder that not sleeping is not a badge of honor. That sleep actually comes before everything else. It's like sleep, water, and oxygen, okay? These three things have to be nailed down before you can start really working on pursuing your highest and best self. And if you can't figure out what's going on and sleep is the one variable that you're not paying attention to, let's start there. Finally, Go back right now, scroll back, and go to episode 004 with Sean Stevenson to talk about how to get the best sleep in your life, no matter what your circumstances. Sweet dreams. Okay, let's talk about the bad this. Wow. I love, 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 love when something explodes in social media. When I ask you guys a question, sometimes, you know, it's like a few crickets and a couple answers. And then sometimes I ask you a question and the internet explodes. And that is what happened when I asked you about deodorant. So I asked you about non-toxic deodorants, non-toxic antiperspirants that you actually like. Let's talk about why I asked you that. Okay. First of all, store-bought, generic, like big box type store, the type of deodorant we've been buying our whole lives is arguably not at all good for you, okay? Many of you have heard this before. This is not internet scare tactics stuff. This is pretty well-documented at this point. Standard deodorant oftentimes contains aluminum, for example, okay? Aluminum actually reduces sweating. That's why it works so well. So these commercial deodorants contain aluminum that you are applying to an extremely porous area of your body. And many, 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 many of us are shaving that part of our body and then applying aluminum. So it's like fast-tracked into our bloodstream, okay? And the research is linking aluminum to damaged DNA, abnormal cell functions, changes in Gene expressions and the debate is very much ongoing. But why not use aluminum free deodorant and not even put yourself in the bucket of the people that have to worry about it? There's an answer to that, and that is that a lot of the natural deodorants, the non toxic deodorants, they don't work. (laughs) So people are like, I get it, it's not good for me. I'm putting aluminum and other chemicals directly into my bloodstream, right? Do not pass go, and yet I can't be a sweaty Betty at work. So, you know. Work with me here. Let's put a pin in that. I'll come back to it. Any perspirants contain chemicals that clog your pores and keep you from sweating. That's kind of how they work. But sweating is obviously extremely natural, extremely beneficial, and it is your body, it's one of the pathways that your body uses to detoxify. Okay. Now, if you are malodorous in sweating, that is a different beast. Okay. You should not actually stink. A lot of people don't realize that they're carrying a certain odor because of things that they're eating or something that their body is fighting. These are not natural conditions. I'm going to tell you a secret and I am putting this out there into the world, just us. It's just us talking, but I recognize that this might sound absolutely mind blowing to many of you. And then some of you will be like, me too, me too. When I cut a few foods out of my diet. Now, you know, That I'm having mixed feelings about using language that legalizes foods, right? But just for me personally, when I made some shifts in my diet toward a more whole food-based diet, okay? So when I say I cut out foods that didn't agree with me, I'm really talking about just like junk, like just complete processed junk. When I moved years ago to a much more whole foods-based diet, I didn't sweat as much, and I didn't smell when I did sweat. And of course, I can get just downright stinky with a great workout, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking day-to-day. So I went from using non-toxic deodorants. I went from commercial brands to the non-toxic variety that didn't work and frankly made things gross and icky and sticky. And then I went to not using deodorant about six and a half days a week. Like I literally use deodorant probably one day a week and I don't stink. I don't think it's because, you know, I'm so pure now that my sweat smells like roses. That's not what I think at all. It's just that sweat is a natural detoxification process. And I think I've done a lot and I don't have an enormous toxic load on my body. So it's not offloading a bunch of toxins. And I feel so ridiculous sharing that with you, but I just want you to know that you probably don't need this beauty aid as much as you think you do, or maybe you just wear it to work and you don't wear it on the weekends. Or maybe you're like, that's great, Ella, but I straight up stink. And maybe you want to take a look at that. Maybe you want to take a look at what dietary factors might be participating in that. And again, if you truly do have a problem that's malodorous, then that can be indicative of another condition. It's worth looking into. So I think you should know that sweat itself is normally fairly odorless. Again, when you get like into like serious hardcore workout stuff, obviously it carries its own special scent. But just day-to-day sweat is normally pretty odorless. And when your skin is clean and when it's not trying to offload a big toxic burden, natural sweat does not come with very strong odors. Okay, So when the bacteria that live on your skin mix with the sweat, then they multiply and begin to leave a smell. So body odor is actually caused by bacteria. The sweatiest areas of your body right, are usually the smelliest. So your armpits, your feet, and between your legs. That's because these areas tend to have more sweat producing follicles and they're dark and they're warm and they're moist environments that nurture bacteria. Now, one little pro tip, When you shower, make sure that you especially towel off areas where you sweat a lot, like under your arms and between your legs. You want your skin to be as dry as possible because bacteria will have a harder time thriving on dry skin. So even if you are putting on a natural non-toxic deodorant, you want to put it on very dry armpits. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I started reading about this. The moisture contributes to the bacteria's ability to grow. So when you are starting with a very dry environment, you're much less likely to get stinky. So let's get back to the brands. I reached out to you guys and I said, what brands do you love and what brands have not worked for you at all? And there were two brands that you guys mentioned over and over again as not working. And I wanna go ahead and put them out there. So I'm really sorry, Toms of Maine and Jason, those common non-toxic brands actually have turned so many people off of non-toxic deodorant because they haven't worked well for a lot of people. So I hate saying things about businesses that are doing their absolute best and I don't wanna put negativity out there, but I'll be honest with you, a lot of people try one or both of those brands and then they don't have a good experience and then they go back to the aluminum-based toxic stuff. And I believe so much much in sharing the options with you that I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, don't stop there. Like let's try some other brands because I asked and you delivered. You guys came out and gave me the names of the brands that worked for you. The names of the brands that didn't work for you. And a couple really rose to the top. The number one response was this brand called Native. You guys were absolutely in love with this brand called Native. You also said Living Libations the people who make Best Skin Ever, the product that I'm absolutely obsessed with they make something called Poetic Pits which I think we should all buy just because it's named Poetic Pits. There's also Truly's Natural. There's Hyper Y. And there are a few more. And because you guys were so interested in this, I'm actually just going to put all of the brands and links to where to get them in the show notes for this episode. That is like the 85th time I've referred to the show notes for this episode. So this one's going to be chock full. So scroll up onto the full description for the show and you can just click on show notes and it'll take you right to the site. Or you can just go to onairwithella.com and go to this episode number. Okay. All right. I want to tell you that Dr. Joseph Mercola, he warns that the crystal deodorants that sometimes people use, it's kind of like a stone and you get it wet and you rub it in your armpit. Those crystal deodorant stones sold in health food stores and they've got the hippie vibe thing happening. They are seemingly non-toxic. They actually contain a type of aluminum. So he says these stones are made from alum, which is also known as potassium aluminum sulfate. So technically speaking, these stones are not aluminum free. Now I'm not, I don't have a doctor, In that fight, but I just decided if I have other options, I'm just going to go with the things that we know are non toxic and aluminum free. So that's kind of where I landed on that issue. And that leads us to a really simple solution that is this week's Yummy. Now, normally, yummies are super simple recipes that you can eat, right? I know, I know. But because it is so, so easy to make a natural deodorant at home, I mean, it's stupid easy, you guys, that it utterly qualified for this week's yummy. So I went and looked into recipes for making homemade deodorant. And frankly, I thought it would be fancy and it's not in the slightest. So I'm going to do three things. I'm going to share with you the simplest recipe for homemade deodorant right now and then I'm going to encourage you to just go over to On Air with Ella on Facebook or on Instagram and look at all of the things you guys had to say about this. The post says non-toxic deodorant. That's all the post is. It's a question. And underneath it everybody answered with their experiences with these different brands and with their own homemade recipes. I mean, it's chock full of information. I could write an ebook about it. Okay. So, for homemade deodorant, all you need is coconut oil, baking soda, some essential oil of your choosing and empty deodorant containers that you can get off Amazon for pennies, okay? You put the coconut oil in a bowl and mix in the baking soda and then you add in the essential oils and I'm even going to give you scent recommendations like lavender or lemon or sage or for the more masculine flavor, you can do cypress or rosemary. You just pick the essential oil that you love and put about 50 drops into that mixture You mix it all up and then you put it in these deodorant containers that you buy off Amazon. They're just empty deodorant containers. And then you can put it in the refrigerator and set it. And then you have deodorant homemade that will not kill you. (laughs) So easy. You guys were so great and left more of your recipe tips under the Facebook and Instagram posts that ask this question about non-toxic deodorant. So share more when we post this episode. I will ask you for your very best tips and your very best brands if you have not yet chimed in on the conversation and I cannot wait to hear from you. That's it for now. I know you like these short and sweet. Stay tuned for a full episode coming up really soon with Dr. Wiggy. He's back. Can't wait to share him with you in our next episode. All right, you guys, go have a great day. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.